0: Welcome to the Volatile Weekly Podcast. This is episode six of the podcast. This week, I was able to speak with James Tangman of the band Pardon the Scars. It was a really great conversation, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it, too. Today, I have a couple guests on, uh, James and Brian, and they're with a band uh, called... uh, pardon the scars tell me a, a little bit about sh- about yourselves uh James you get started
1: well we're uh we're a band uh hard rock metal band from Pensacola Florida we've been uh going on for the about I don't know about two almost two and a half years and uh yeah just uh been playing shows up until obviously the pandemic sort of shut all that down last year, and we were anxiously awaiting the uh, 30 days, 60, 90 day uh, curve breaking <clears throat> issues to, you know, let everybody start out going out and, and, and doing live music again. But that uh, obviously didn't quite happen. So we've started uh, recording stuff in the studio and getting ready for whenever that does actually begin to happen. We're waiting to play some shows. That's for sure.
0: It sounds like you guys are are staying safe. I I know uh, Florida and where I'm at, Georgia, uh, there's already a lot of places already opening and uh, with uh, musicians already playing. Let's say you guys are going to start touring this year, hopefully. Uh, Where is it that you would probably uh, uh, like to go?
1: Well, I mean, ideally just on our own means right now, unless something started to – you know, obviously things start to, to move and happen, um, would be, you know, New Orleans or as far out as New Orleans. So Mobile, Biloxi, New Orleans, uh, Houston, and then, you know, into Alabama, Birmingham area, and then over to Atlanta, then further to Jacksonville, just sort of a, a nice crescent si- shape over Pensacola, just this region. Um, unless, uh, Obviously, unless something pulled us even further, then we'd be Obviously, game to do that as well.
2: Yeah, a little Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast tour is, I think, what we have in mind right now.
0: Uh, the, uh, you said the Gulf Coast tour?
2: Yeah, that's what I think he was saying by just like a curve around Pensacola. So, you know, just okay. stuff along the Gulf Coast and we'll grow north and west from there.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so uh, how long have uh, you guys uh, been a band?
2: Um. Pardon the Scars has been a band for, like you said, about, about two years. Uh, previously, we were under another name. Um, we had a few other members. So we've had some switches um, as far as lineup goes for the last few years. But um, myself, James, and our drummer, Bri- uh, his name is also Brian, uh, we've been playing together for probably about five total. Um, and then we just brought in Steven, our bass player, um, probably about a year and a half ago, I'd, I'd suppose. So. Um, but we gel together really well whenever we play, um, you know, ideas flow really, uh, really fluidly. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it is a really good lineup. So even just in the year or so that we've had with, you know, the current one, I guess, yeah, a year and a half. Um, it's, it's gotten it goes pretty quick and uh, stuff happens pretty, pretty easily with the four of us. So it's, it works out really well.
0: So are, are you all originally from Florida?
2: no um i'm originally from from uh i was born in washington state and lived in california for a while so i'm like a west coast guy (laughs) nice yeah
1: my uh i'm in a military brat i was born in germany and my uh we moved a lot growing up my dad was uh in the army and so you know illinois kansas back to germany again and then hattiesburg mississippi was where we lived, uh, you know, where he retired, and I lived the longest before. I actually joined the Navy myself and went all over the place. So, yeah, I've just been pretty much traveling my whole life, it feels like. (laughs) And then we finally got to Pensacola, and I'm like, I'm done. This is it. And we've been here since uh, 2009, so.
0: Was it the the Navy that took you to Pensacola, or was it something else?
1: It was, yes. I was uh, stationed down here um, as uh, part of the Blue Angels on the maintenance crew. And then after that, I did a quick uh, tour of duty as an instructor and then got out of the Navy after that and um, started uh, pushing real hard for the band and just, you know, that kind of stuff. I've still actually worked for the Navy, just fixing jets um, on base, but as a civilian contractor, which is a much sweeter gig.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've I've heard that before. a buddy of mine, uh, he was in the air force and now, uh, he does a civilian work, uh, in Saudi Arabia. I'm not exactly sure what. Oh, uh,
1: that's even, that's even sweeter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He just bought like this massive house over in like, uh, Nevada, I think. So, so he's doing pretty well for himself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. My, uh, my, my girlfriend is actually, she was in the air force for a while too. Um, I just got out of the Navy in September, um, And so she's doing overseas contracting stuff too. And yeah, it's definitely the way to go once you're, you know, once you're off active duty for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. So uh, being that you guys have been in the military, uh, did that kind of influence your, your music in any way?
1: You know, I don't think directly, we don't have any, uh, you know, military forward you know obviously military songs
2: well we have one <laughs> forward is in the name of it
1: oh yeah yeah well they we yeah, just that, haven't
2: recorded it yet <laughs> right
1: and yeah so it's uh but you know i don't think that we latched onto that too hard i mean you know we all have that you know three out of the four of us rather have that in common and so that that helps a lot with uh us communicating <laughs> and uh yeah, identifying with each other, you know, like we've kind of all been there in one way or another. But um, you know, I don't think that that's part of our identity, and not that it isn't either. But it's not a, you know, something that we put up out, out front. Yeah, but I guess is the way to put it.
0: What about with the uh, the pandemic itself? Like, uh, has uh, has that impacted? Uh, you guys uh in any way uh with either the music or maybe your outside careers it did
2: oh go ahead (laughs) (laughs) I i think it did just and um we actually started writing um caged inside kind of right around the beginning of the pandemic is that about right
1: I think, yeah, we were writing earlier. it earlier. I guess there were whispers of this weird thing going on overseas. And then uh, I think we, we started recording it right as the sky was falling, basically.
2: Yeah. So the, the fact that this, the song is called, you know, Caged Inside during a time where everybody has to stay in their houses seems like a, you know, a pretty appropriate time to, you know, um, re- like release the song. But also, you know, it only had so, kind of kind of like you said, whispers, Um so it's more affected. I think our time to be able to practice, play, get ideas out, play shows and stuff. Um, but some of our songs are kind of taking some more applicable meaning to, um, you know, uh, how things have gone since March 2020. Um, and we've got a couple other ideas kind of going forward that have been impacted by the pandemic as well. Um, so it's it's fueled some ideas. It's it's been a hindrance and also a uh, a driving force, I guess. Um, Unfortunately, probably more of the former, just because it's kept us from getting together. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a bit of a driving force in just some ideas we have, and even with new stuff we come up with. Um, I'm trying not to get long-winded, but um, uh, you might even be able to hear some of the just kind of like without sounding too emo, like angst and frustration. You know that comes out in playing from here on out, so that um, that could affect even uh, future. Endeavors, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was a it was a tough go at first. You know, when everything started, I don't think we ever really questioned if we were going to keep going. That was never even um, part of it. But definitely, uh, we had a long, long time where we didn't even get together to practice. Nothing, um, just because you know numbers here in, in the panhandle were were so high, and you know people weren't being careful, and. You know obviously everybody can can choose to what they want but it sort of made it to us for us we we're just like well in light of all that we're gonna we're gonna chill out and, and sort of do our own thing which also helped with like you know um, relationships family careers and we were able to sort of just not chase this for a little while um, and not feel like we were getting behind while doing so because nobody else was really able to either <laughs> so it was yep. like it was a reset for everyone no matter what uh yep. level you are in this in this career in this path so um now that we're getting back together we're rehearsing we're actually uh you know we're, we're getting some some pre-production touches put on some more music to get followed up with from k for occasion side and so We've got more material coming and it's been invigorating really to get back together. It's almost like we never stopped. We started just jamming right away. It was, it was fluid. It was easy. So thank goodness for that. And, uh, you know, yeah, we've all just been uh, pretty eager, a lot of smiles when we're playing. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. Definitely.
1: (laughs) So it was, it was bad, but we can't complain too much because it's been bad for everybody and it's been worse for others. Um, so, you know, we're just happy to be back at it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I really hope you guys can start uh, tour soon. Uh, I'm not actually that far away from you guys. I'm, I'm located in uh, Fadasta, Georgia, so I'm about oh, like, no way. <laughs> yeah, got about two hours or so from there. Cool. Have you guys ever come through this way? Um, I, I, I know that you, you you were saying that you were going to do that, uh, that golf tour. Where uh, where have you already played like in the past?
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> over the place, so all the places around here, around that area, like, yeah. like that. You take you put Pensacola in the middle and draw a circle, and obviously we can't play in the ocean, so everything inside of that circle, from you know the edge of Texas over to um, probably about Orlando ish. Uh, we played Albany, Georgia. I think was the last place we had played. Um,
2: yeah, I think so a bass place from Atlanta.
1: So yeah okay yeah. yeah just any you know we just get in the trailer and we go hey we got a road gig and we just you know it's been oh we've hit a lot of recurring places as well you know fort walton beach Destin. um if you uh, hit spots in new orleans slidell uh let's see uh biloxi's always a blast or anywhere in the biloxi area be it gulfport waveland uh hattiesburg know, what's the other one? oh yeah hattiesburg is fun <laughs> So, yeah, no, because I'm from there, even though, you know. Yeah, we always have a good place to eat in Hattiesburg. I'm
2: not I'm not 100 percent familiar with Valdosta. I have the general area of where it is, but I I would say that I think the closest we got to where you are, Jared, is um, yeah, probably probably Albany. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, You probably you probably came through Valdosta to to get to Albany because you have to uh, drive up I-75 and then cut over. Albany is not easy to get to.
1: We yeah, I know. It's that one. You know. We should have just high fived. It's on the funny. Through, because <laughs> we were, yeah, it's funny. We were going to that Albany show, I remember, and we, you know, getting everybody together and going to, you know, leaving the house and making sure we idiot checked all the gear to make sure we didn't leave anything. Oh, I know. And exactly. uh, we we're getting on the road <laughs> and we put, uh, we, we put the time in the map, you know, like we put you know, the venue name and everything where we're going and put it in the map. and said, we should be arriving at BAM. I'm like, well, that's not ideal. It gives us 45 minutes to get ready because we already knew our set time and everything. So we can get there, unload, and it's pretty much go time. Well, apparently when you're crossing over a time zone, Google Maps does not give you that information. So,
2: at least <laughs> so it so didn't we give were it to get us. There. <laughs>
1: Right, yeah, not that <laughs> not that day, but it said we were going to be getting there at nine fifteen or eight fifteen, and all of a sudden the clock changed forward an hour, and I said we were getting there at ten fifteen, and now we're fifteen minutes late, not you know uh, forty five minutes early. <laughs> we're all in the car yeah. like yelling, "What's, what's going on?" <laughs> so that was, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, I hope they get that fixed. Uh, I never realized uh, Google Maps ever had a problem like that. That's crazy.
1: I just assumed that they would have accounted for that on the uh, calculations because it, it knew we were we were going across that line, but
2: yeah, thankfully we yeah. were not in a band before like two thousand what seven or something like that when you couldn't use like yeah. map quest you just had to, had to like have calculated you know that what, into no, your yeah. travel.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was easy, I think, you know, not just band, but traveling and stuff. And because yeah. I remember when I got when I got my first smartphone, I was like because I, I, I held off for a long time. I was like, I don't need a smartphone. I dial, I text, and that's all I need, you know? I was like, the, And then I was like, you know, the only thing I really could use is uh, is those maps. Because <laughs> like, I was in the Blue Angels at the time, and I was traveling from city to city, and I'd be, end up in these towns, and I had no idea where I was going or where anything was. And that's when I was like, yeah, it was like it was two or three months, and I was like, okay. I walked into the Verizon store and got myself... Oh, I'm sorry, into the cell phone store and, uh, <laughs> and got myself a uh, one of them shiny new things. And yeah, the maps is definitely where it's at. Um, and then obviously I fell down the rabbit hole of all the crazy stuff you can do on them. But I don't know. How, I, I think it was easy to get around before that, but it's it's gotten so convenient now Or I don't know how if we'd be able to without them now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that being said too, we still... We still were able to put on a pretty good show once we finally got there. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, it was it was fun to it was a fun trip.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we were trying to get on the on the on the uh, on the horn with anybody at the venue, like, hey, we're gonna be, you know, this is what we got going on, what can we do? And another band actually was gonna swap with us, but we we pedaled to the metal that, and got there right at right at the time. So yeah. We made up those 15 minutes
2: real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility of a misdemeanor on the way there, but you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm uh i'm not exactly sure which way you guys went but I, I know uh the few times i've been to albany there's a ton of speed traps on there so so you guys got pretty lucky on that
2: we, we lucked out yeah we lucked out
1: <laughs> oh there was speed traps i remember because the signs kept going for like 45 55 45 55 40 45 i was like yeah i know what this is So in mississippi they're everywhere so when you see the signs fluctuating like that every three quarters of a mile you know
0: yeah uh yeah tra- traveling is is definitely come a long way over the years and I, i'm i'm sure uh, using the technology is uh, kind of helped a lot uh speaking of using the technology um uh i know you guys uh, are on uh facebook i think yes facebook um h- how has uh, social media helped you guys
2: well it's been kind of the only way we've been able to get our stuff out lately you know um Cause, yeah, we can't go down downtown and play a show anymore, you know, and let people hear us. So, um, we push our stuff out on Facebook as much as we can. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's it, we get a decent amount of hits. I'm pretty sure we would get more if we were playing live. Um, but uh, I feel like we have a pretty consistent um social media presence. Um, that's usually James and uh, Steven taking over that stuff. Um, and they'll just put out a post every now and then to re- like remind people, like, you know, okay, hey, keep checking us out. We're going to be putting new stuff out. Um, you regret to to me that we are still a band, <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're still here, you know. So, um, but uh, at the same time, I could also see it making stuff a little easier because now you can do everything from a computer. You know, um, going and putting on a show while it's astronomically more fun. Um, a lot more work too you know so if we record stuff get it sent out mixed and mastered we can push that out and we know we have a sort of captive audience i guess because nobody's going to shows so this is the only way you're going to hear your music is getting it out on social media so um there are ups and downs too with that just i guess depending on how you look at it um but uh yeah it's it's been it's I don't know, James, you've been doing more like technical stuff than I have with this. Is it more simplified for you to do it with just technology than it is with doing shows and technology?
1: Uh, You know, it is, but it's not. Um, I think also because of the pandemic, a lot of bands and a lot of artists and or any public figures really sort of really leaned on social media and that changed the algorithms a bit. And now it's sort of, uh, you know, you'll notice as somebody on our level, um, that your your views and your engagement starts to throttle down unless you're paying for you know placement ads and things like that. <clears throat> um, if you're playing music directly on a on a on a share, or if you share a YouTube link, you know, not in the comments on the actual status, they'll they'll throttle the engagement and the views that people that actually see it. So you know they've got to make their money too. So it's been a little more difficult to get around some of those roadblocks, but uh, it's still, you know, it's still a way for us to, to talk to our fans and talk to people that follow us. And, you know, cause we can't go see them face to face. So, you know, that's just sort of the best we've, we've got. And it's not, it's not terrible. I mean, Facebook's great. And Facebook's really just the central hub. We've got, you know, stuff on Instagram, which is kind of the same thing now, but, you know, we we're posting everything. And if we get shared like this, this, uh, this blog or this, uh, vlog rather. And, any interviews we've done or spots we've gotten on you know internet radio or anything that's that's valid that we that we want to share gets put on the facebook so you know hopefully <laughs> fans get to see it but sometimes you'll see that only like 25 people have even seen it and so who knows what the you know what the algorithm is to to get that on their on their pages but it changes i think it changes every like 3 days you know
2: What I'm kind of interested to see when the, when the pandemic and concert thing, or when the pandemic ends and the concert stuff starts coming back, is if there's kind of going to be like a, like a stored up energy of people who want to go to a concert, you know, and if we're pushing our stuff hard enough, we may like, like store up enough of like potential energy for people to come want to see us. So our next show would be like 500 people.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah.
2: That's pretty lofty ideals for the venues that are around here, you know, but um, that's kind of what I'm hoping will happen, not yeah. for just for us, but for every band, for every festival, just everybody wanting to go so badly. Yeah. And then when it's like, okay, you're out the gate, you could go just bam, like a wave of people, a wave of support for all the bands that have been trying to get there, just make it through the last year, you know, um, like when you have a band where like playing music is your livelihood, um, you know, I really want it more for them, but also for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like you had said, the, there are venues around, not directly around here, but in Mississippi and, and things like that that are opening up and, and having shows. And I've seen some video clips and stuff that being shared from those, and there are people out. There are more people than that would have been there on a Tuesday night last year or the year before. That's for sure, because people are ready to get out of the house and ready to see some music. So there is already uh, signs of that upswing, and it's still not even fully open yet. So I think that that's definitely something to look forward to um you know maybe it can go back to the heyday of you know not the heyday but one of the more recent heydays of like 2007 where you'd have sold out shows at the local venue for local bands that you know not just uh, signed artists that are coming through town so you know that would be that i mean if there's if there's any better time for something like that to happen it's now yeah. so you know we're right in the uh right in the foothills of that mountain hopefully um and I think that we have been careful and not started booking any shows yet, but it's really solely for the purpose of getting this EP recorded. We don't want, we want to focus on that primarily before we just, you know, when, cause when we get together, if we're practicing a set list to, for a stage show, then that's what the focus is. Um, but we've got, we've got, you know, tracks to record and, and things to discuss as far as pre-production of songs and splitting that open right now is just sort of, you know, it just feels more important right now to get these songs out at the highest quality that we can, then get the live show going. Uh, Because, you know, the more material you have out there, the better. So, you know, I want to, we all agreed that, you know, although show offers have started coming in, they have started trickling in, and some of them have been really hard to pass up. (laughs) It's just, you know, we need to get this done. If we don't, then, you know, it's just going to be even harder down the road, because now we're going to be we're going to, we're going to go kick ass on stage and then not want to look back at these recordings because sometimes it gets tedious. Like, no, well, we're just going to keep doing this now. You know, I'd like to just get this out of the way and know that it's done right and done carefully. And then, uh, you know, we're hitting it, we're hitting it hard.
2: Yeah, I feel like we're pretty meticulous with our stuff. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: well, I can imagine, uh, with, with all of the extra time you guys had, you, you've been able to pour a, a ton of work, you know, into, uh, the music that you've been uh, working on um uh speaking of that uh you guys uh you know recently put out that song "Caged inside uh with a lyric video what was the process like putting that together
1: the video yes actually <clears throat> we um we did not plan on doing a lyric video yep um thank, because thank you covid <laughs> yeah yeah we had a we had already our, our video you know videographer producer lined up we had uh you know talked about everything and our plans and we you know we were kind of getting ready to do it all and then it was just no way that we were going to be able to to, to do that and you know these guys were out in new orleans as well so um it was, it was an even bigger hot spot than you know the panhandle so at that time there was you know there was absolutely nothing going on, so how are we going to get to New Orleans and do this music video? Uh, you know, how many people are going to be there? What's the, what's the environment going to be like? So we just thought it was safer at the time to do a lyric video, and we commissioned us—I uh, want to say it was Studio Twenty Seven Productions—to um, mm-hmm. to do the lyric video, and it turned out great. Yeah, Stereo Twenty Seven Productions did the lyric video for us, and we just sort of shot them some ideas of kind of and let them you know also take some creative freedom to say here, listen to the song. You know whatever may come to mind and all that kind of stuff for them so and it turned out great i mean you know the, but it was the initial it wasn't even part of the plan was to do a lyric video until we just realized you know we can't do a video right now and we don't want to not do anything
2: so that was the next best the next best option and what made me really like uh working with um 27 was um when they made the video there were a a lot of parts I hadn't seen yet. So when I saw the finished project, uh, project, like even though the lyrics resonate, the music resonates, seeing somebody else's vision of what they wanted to make that song into kind of also made me think of the song in different ways too. So um, when that video came out, I actually ended up liking it more. (laughs) So um, they had a lot of really cool ideas with it. Um, And yeah, that lyric video is really easy to find on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So uh, where did you uh, draw your inspiration for the song?
2: (laughs) It's all
1: you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, it was just, uh, you know, life events, uh, you know, going through times that everybody goes through and, you know, uh, as a father, as a, as a fiance, as, you know, a bandmate, a coworker and everything, you, 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 I, not maybe not everybody, but I try to, you know, maintain myself as a pretty cool individual. But sometimes in the back of your mind, you just, you know, you have that anger building up or, you know, it's all those, all those things that happen to you can be a drop in a bucket. That's, you know, in my, in my case, the personality style or type or whatever, you know, I can shrug off almost anything. <laughs> I have shrugged off almost everything. <laughs> uh, because it's like, it's like dude whatever man you know keep, people are going to be who they are whatever um, whatever I tell myself you know because sometimes people just suck and it's not my problem it's not going to affect my integrity I'm going to still be cool or whatever and but that does still weigh on you and so that every drop in a bucket everything that happens eventually it's overflowing and that's basically when that starts to happen and you know the irritability quick temper you know, walking around wishing an MF a wood, that kind of thing, that that feeling uh, that you're just like you're trying to just not blow up um, on this poor cashier or something like that. You know, that type of day, you know, the falling down Michael Douglas type kind of kind of day. You know what I mean? <laughs> just trying your best to just be cool, man. And but at the in the back of your mind, you just feel this this anger, this uh, hostility. And uh, there's you know, it, there's a very good chance that it's that it's actually winning. And that's kind of what the song's about. Um, I think we've all been there in one way or another. So, as the as the view of the lyrics started taking shape, um, this the rest of the song. Just sort of was it was just kind of easy. It wasn't anything I had, had to think too hard about. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> rock, rock musicians are generally very stable people. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like it's definitely a a, a very uh, relatable track uh do, do you guys have any uh anything new about to come out
2: oh
1: yeah we do i mean, I mean maybe
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do we're excited um you know uh, we're actually <clears throat> in with our producer and engineer and so the interesting thing is that we had we don't have video on but right behind me here is where our studio all of our you know we record everything here in my home and uh you know just piece by piece putting it together and then it all gets sent off to our producer a fantastic dude um over the sort of actually near your way he's in in the Atlanta area and uh yeah and so he actually puts the magic on it for us and and even you know throws ideas down and uh does some post-production pre-production like hey maybe this part this and that so we're grateful to have him uh you know not only just you know turning dials for us but actually you know enjoying the music enough to put input in on it as well so it's it's great and uh yeah no we've got some pretty good stuff coming i think i don't know i mean i think I'm, i think so too i yep. we're, we're all smiling when we were in the jam room you know putting it together and playing so that's definitely a we, good
2: we have some really good uh good videos that we want to put together you know that are going to show that we'd like you you can tell like the music is good, but we're also having fun. We're not just trying to like make stuff we think would be liked. We're making stuff that we like to, um, that makes you know us headbang. Um, and so yeah. yeah, we're not
1: following anything that's hot right now because I don't even know what that is. You know, <laughs> you know um, I'm that you know almost forty year old guy on TikTok. Like I just laugh at things that are funny and I scroll by things that are weird, and that's. I don't, you know, I don't keep uh, my thumb on anything that's moving right now because, it, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people, I, I think, tend to do that. You'll hear, you'll be you around bands for for several years and you'll kind of hear their sounds change as to what's really big right now and what's moving. And I don't know, we've always just sort of done our own thing. So, you know, we haven't changed much. Yeah, I, just think, gotten
2: I think whenever we, we like sit down to write something or even improve on something before we record it, um, once we all kind of reach that like, like that resonant level where we're all you know all four of us are going, yeah, that's cool. You know, then that part will be in. Um, so, yeah, we've all been really just trying to come to a part where like, every time we rewrite something or even try to write something, um, once we're all kind of on the same wavelength, we're like, okay, that's good. Yeah. And then, and then that part's in the song, you know. But. Um, I, I, I used the word meticulous a little bit earlier. And I mean, even just, um, it was last night, right? We had a rehearsal? Yeah, it was last night. Um, we like, we just, we messed yeah. with a song and just, you, you could kind of tell we were all in the same, same um, wavelength with it. We're like, yep, this sounds good. Um, let's try yeah, this. we pulled over yeah. every,
1: every up, I mean, you know, up versus downstroke, Every every part of the guitar riff, you know, let's, let's analyze this. How is this going to sound? And, you know, like we really wanted to make it just rocking. And then we were, you know, everybody has a, a, the opportunity or the, the voice to, to sort of construct any part of the song. So there was, we stopped and we're like, hey, these drum hits, we needed, you know, let's get a cymbal here instead of where it was or the snare that, you know, like if you hit a double snare there, that would be, you know, that would make that what we're doing punch even harder. And then the drummer was like, "Hey, instead of doing that, do this harmonic thing on the guitar." So everybody's just throwing ideas around. Nobody gets uh, upset about it because we're not—we're not trying to showcase our skills. We're trying to write a really good song, you know. We're trying to write something that rocks. So we're—and we're all competent in the uh, in our not just in our instruments, but in music, you know, and what we all what we all enjoy. So it's just fun. I don't know. It's just really fun writing.
2: There, there's no ego. There's no ego for anybody. It's great. <laughs>
0: That's great. I mean, it sounds like you, you all are a, a really good team and work well together. Um, is there any type of like advice you would give to people who are just, uh, you know, starting bands up? Go
1: out and play, get in the garage, yep. get in forever. just get out and play. Uh, I mean, you know, social media is, you know, uh, what is, I saw something that was, it made me, it made me almost want to cry, but it was so true, but social currency is more important than, uh, done a lot of things nowadays so you might want to have that social presence but at the same time if you're not if you don't have anything to put behind it if you don't have anything to push then it's just really just is that it's just an image yeah so um you know get in a garage and suck until you don't suck as much uh get on <laughs> stage and suck in front of people because that's that's wisdom that you can't buy and uh, you know looking back on shows that 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 bombed or you know all that kind of stuff for that time I fell into an amplifier you know <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, all those things are, are very important to, to anyone's evolution. Get out there and do it. You know, get out in the muck and, and and trudge through it because it's rewarding. If you're starting a band, and that's rock. I mean, that's obviously in our realm. But, yeah, if you're out there and you're starting a project or a band, get out there and do it, you know? Because people are going to come up to you and tell you if they didn't like it. You know? or they're going to tell you if they did but they're definitely going to let you know if they didn't and that and a lot of times they're looking out for you They're like hey man that was cool but you know so there's all that advice out there and you're not going to get it sitting in your room so
2: and i think one of the good things about um even just all four of us as a band if somebody comes up and tells us now i didn't really like your stuff man like we would all be the kind of people to be like okay why Yeah, yeah what can we add what can we change um not to make and, that person happy,
1: but you know, like, well, what was it yeah. that, you know, we're interested, not, you're just, it's, it's interesting to figure out why. Cause some people are just yeah. like, well, it's not metal. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're <laughs> a, you're a, you're a, you're a j- j- to metal. So we're kind of <laughs> like, we got one foot in and one foot out on that, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cause I've definitely had people come out to me and say like, oh my God, you guys were amazing. And that's freaking awesome. But then you have people come to you and tell you like ideas of how to make it better. And yeah, he's absolutely right. Where it's like, okay, I'll take that idea and introduce it to the band. If the other four, if all four of us don't like it, we're not going to do it. Um,
1: So, yeah, you know, criticism and constructive criticism. And, you know, when you're playing for a, a, you know, a semi-national act and everybody's telling you that you did better than them, it's because, you know, well, obviously we're a little hungrier, I think, but you know, that was, that was a very cool experience, but uh, yeah. You take it all with a grain of salt. I take the good stuff with a grain of salt. I I feel so awkward being complimented, <laughs> but I get <laughs> but I get very uh, interested in the criticism. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, it's not my cup of tea. I don't, I don't know. I'm not into that kind of music that you guys play or whatever. But you guys did really well, you know. So I mean, you know, you kind of take that for what it is. Yep. that's sort of what you know.
2: And as far as like you know, upcoming bands and stuff. At least, at least for me, um, like I, I. I really like to play because just because it's fun. You know, like when you can get together with some other people and you all just kind of you just jam together and you make something that you would normally see on like a freaking Motley Crue or Metallica stage, you know? Like that that's how that's how it just feels. Just that feeling is something that not a lot of people get. So if you're in a band and you're just trying to come up, that feeling of jamming out a a song that you guys all love is not something that a lot of people get to feel so um yeah that's pretty much all it
0: all right well uh we're pretty much at the end of our time so uh i just had one last question which is uh uh do you guys have anything you want to highlight that's coming out and uh do you want to put your socials out there for people to check out
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, you search Pardon the Scars, Instagram, at Pardon the Scars. Uh, our YouTube channel YouTube. is Pardon the Scars Band, maybe, or something like that. I don't know, but you can just search Pardon the Scars. It's there. We're on Spotify. Yeah. Yep, um, Spotify, Apple, I. Uh, what is it? Not iTunes anymore, but yeah, Apple, um, Google, Google Play, all the, I, I think several, uh, lots of the other streamers as well, but uh, like, you know, Rhapsody and and all the other stuff, we're all we're around um, anywhere that you can find music. You should be able to find us. If not, hit us up and we'll uh, we'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, we, to, um, just you Google us? <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Thanks to uh, Ken Lanyon, our our producer, and you know uh, we've got a, a buddy of mine, Rob Perez, coming in to help with the uh, with vocal tracking and some of the pre pro for for these new songs. And he's working at of Paradigm Logic Studios down here in the Fort Walton Beach area. I want to say. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've just we've got a lot of things to be thankful for, um, especially considering things were so bleak there for a while. But, you know, the song Cajun side is out. It's it's making some good traction as far as we have experienced. And uh, that's pretty much it. You know, those are our socials. If you if if there's anything worthwhile or anything that's being shared somewhere else, it'll be on our Facebook. That's sort of the central hub. Unfortunately, uh, there's nothing, you know, more elaborate or extravagant than that. Just go to our Facebook. If there's something there, there's a link.
0: All right. Well, I, I need everyone to go check out your Facebook and buy as much as your music as possible. And, um, I, I, really appreciate you guys, uh, coming on the podcast and, um, unless there was anything else, that, that'd be it. No, we're good to go. Thank you
2: so much yeah. for that. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate you talking to us.
0: Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys uh, for coming on. Uh, All
2: right. good and we'll so
1: we'll put we'll put a pin on Valdosta in the map once we start putting things together. There we go.
0: All right. Well, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you guys here. All right, All
1: right man. Talk to you soon.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,